0: Hello. We are recording.
1: Hi, Hi. everybody. Hi. Sorry this is going to be up late.
0: How's it? Well, it's it's still going up on Sunday, which is what we said we were going to do. So it's still technically... Yes. We're doing and, okay.
1: And for those of you who know how microphones work, please help us. <laughs> um... We, you can see. Well, if you're watching, maybe you can hear it too. I can't. I don't know how the sound is, but we're using our backup microphone because our brand new $200 microphone doesn't work anymore. It
0: doesn't. It just decided. Nope.
1: It just decided. You know what? Not today. Not today.
0: I I will say I've done a lot of um. Like I used to do, like I had to do music stuff with microphones. Like I had to um, do a lot of like music recordings. This is in school, and microphone stuff and audio stuff is literally the worst thing to deal with. The
1: other terrible thing is every time we go to set up the audio on this podcast on your laptop, it does not work. We have we do the exact same thing every single time. And every single time something doesn't work right.
0: We also have like preset settings. So that way we can just click on the preset setting and it's supposed and every to just time go back to work. normal. And every I, time it I, doesn't.
1: I hope who, whoever, that, that, that guy whose YouTube video we watch to try and help set this up <laughs> every single monetized. time. He, he's made at least a $1,000 just from <laughs> us. Because I've watched that video this time. I know it word for word. And somehow we do it every time, and you it doesn't do it. work. I even took a picture of the screen last time, and all of our settings were exactly the same, and it still did not work.
0: Audio man.
1: Yeah, and I know the audio gets bad when I turn my head. Sorry, I'm working on it.
0: <laughs> That's right. Uh, we were gonna work on that with the new mic, but then but the new I, mic doesn't yeah, work. So, so
1: now we have to get a new new mic. New new mic.
0: We'll see how it goes. But anyway, hi everyone. Uh,
1: hi. Sorry Welcome if I back. sound stuffy. Also, I'm.
0: We're both a little. I not covid. No, we got we, we got, tested, got tested. So we're not we don't have covid. We do
1: not have covid, but
0: we're just chest colds.
1: Yeah. It's just
0: I think it's the season for that. I think so too. But hi. So today's podcast It's a little bit... we we, Basically, let's explain first. Because we talked before about how we were like, we have pre-filmed, we're ready to go. Yes. And then what happened this week, we just feel like it's important to... Number one, like we want to talk about it, I think, because we both have a lot of opinions. Yeah. And number two, we want you guys to have a place where you can maybe vent in the comments about what happened and talk about what happened and, you know... Have a conversation about it because I think a lot of people, when stuff like this happens, you just want to you want to talk about it. Like you just want to like yeah. have a place to vent. So we wanted to give our opinions on basically everything that happened this week. Um, yeah, and that's why we're filming and, this the uh, day of. Not posting. much,
1: not much middle ground <laughs> on this topic. We got to change the name. I want to change the name.
0: I know. He he. Vote down below. Charles wants to change the name to Smoke Show.
1: The Smoke Show. I Isn't think, that is that such a good name?
0: I don't know how i feel about that but i do know both
1: because her channel name is smoky glow and i am stunningly attractive
0: yeah no i get it. i think they get it you know <laughs> no i we want to change it because we found out when we got put up we're on spotify now by the way if you didn't know and we're on a few other streaming podcasting platforms we're so close to being on apple apple Podcasts, but anyway we're on a bunch of those and uh we found out that a lot of channels <laughs> are named the middle ground like a lot of podcasts yes, there's, there's
1: apparently it's a very popular name
0: apparently we aren't as original as we think we are because there's like 20 different names and i told him i'm sure that was fun for the listeners for those of you listening he just dropped his bi cap um no so we he we want to change the name but i decided if we change the name it has to be like now like we can't get down the road and change it we got to like change yeah. it now or stick with it so let us know what you think We also, I mean, I thought this podcast was going to be a lot more of us, like, arguing, you know what I mean? Like, I thought we were going to be having, like, spirited debates when we first started it. And now it's really just us agreeing with everything. (laughs) Well,
1: we haven't really even been able to talk about topics that we disagree on because the world is falling
0: That would be a fun podcast, though, like, actually talking about things we disagree on. Yeah. I think that could be interesting. We'll see. Yeah. Um, But today we want to talk about everything that happened. So let's just start with, I guess... Do you want to start with the georgia senate runoff races because that was interesting for it so we we watched the i watched the news a lot basically i I know you get kind of bored with it but which i get but I do i watch the news a lot and i was watching the um senate runoff races like results come in we were both watching those and that was a little scary yeah (laughs) it looked for a minute like, I, we were not going to pull through the way we wanted to. It was so to. up and
1: down. I, I think at, like, good, like 1130, I was like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I, this, this is, I don't want to watch this anymore.
0: Yeah. Which is, honestly, it gave me hope. Because in 2016, when we thought Hillary was going to win, uh, you went to bed. Because you were like, Hillary's got this. I'm going to bed. Yeah. And then Trump won. So whenever you're like, oh, this person's got it. I'm going to bed. You're always These wrong. These last
1: couple <laughs> elections have really been a lot like a lion's game. Where they, it's just up and down, heart attack to the to the last minute, and yeah. then you're like, Oh wait, we might pull this out. And then there's a sudden drop in the wrong direction, and you're like, Oh, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Disappointing me again, America. And then it pulled out. It at did the end, pull out. So.
0: Georgia came through for us, which is really exciting. Thanks, Georgia. Thanks, Georgia. Have we ever been in Georgia? We've driven through. It. We've
1: driven through.
0: We have. I'm getting a peach tattoo in honor of Georgia. Mm. Very excited about that. But yeah, Georgia, I mean, that was really, I feel like, so you had the high of knowing that we were Democrats, obviously. So we align align with the Democratic Party. So for us, getting the House and getting a majority in the House and more importantly, getting Mitch McConnell out of the majority seat was like a huge thing, you know? We haven't had this, I think they said since 2010, we haven't had unanimous control of everything. But this is why I'm a little worried. I feel like we can discuss for a second before we get into the domestic terrorism that occurred. I feel like it's important to also talk about, like, the hopes and fears of, you know having this happen because I feel like we pushed so hard for this there was so much work into it so many like activists got out there and really made this happen like Stacey Abrams like people on the ground made this happen and my fear is is that if nothing changes in the next two years it's just gonna go right back to everything being split and everything always being at a standstill and every you know what I mean so I'm I'm nervous because I do hope that like they actually show up and do the things they said they were well, going to do. It's
1: interesting because I think that there is huge divides even within the party. I agree. Right now, I think it's more apparent now than ever. Two party system does not work. Yes. Because within the left, you have, and I know this. These aren't exactly the best labels, but this is just the what the labels that they're known by in the media. Mm-hmm. You have. Centrist Democrats, and then you have more left, like leftists. Yes. Those are like the Democrats and leftists. So, like the two left leaning parties. I would agree with that. And I personally, I think I'm somewhere in between like a leftist and a, a radical leftist and a Democrat.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. But
1: those are the two on the left. And on the right, you have. You also what three. is a, what is a centrist Republican? But I mean, a no, Republican.
0: I think there are Republicans that don't really like Trump, but they vote for him because it's party affiliation, and, and then, like they vote for the leaders, like they vote for Senate. You know what I mean? Like I think there are central Republicans. So,
1: but the problem is, the I know a politi- the whole political spectrum is so shifted to the right in America to begin with. I know that a a. A uh, more centrist Democrat is basically just a left-leaning Republican.
0: Yes, I agree. So,
1: but anyways, we have two on the left, and then on the right you have, you know, your traditional Republicans. Yeah. And then you have your more radical right-wing people that are emerging because of this Trump thing.
0: I would almost argue that you have, like, just your normal, everyday Republicans, you know what I mean? And then you have the Trumpers who are, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's yeah. almost like there's a third party forming right now that is the party of Donald Trump, and I think that is what's right, but terrifying. I think, I think
1: that's mirrored on the left, though, too, with with
0: like Bernie and AOC yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah, I would agree with that. And I the guess.
1: interesting thing about it is somehow the people on the far left and the people on the far right holds like they're somehow coming to the same abolish the the. Uh,
0: Electoral College. Electoral College. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: Like, it's like, uh, it's, it's just mind-blowing that it's happening. It's, especially because the left, the very far left, is very young. And the very far, far right, in general, from what I see, is older
0: people. Skews older. So it's
1: older. Yeah. just, it's so weird, the way that American politics is developing.
0: It's getting a little bit... um like scary almost kind of because the divide is so deep like it's such a deep divide and honestly though it like i feel like it kind of needs to be like i okay so i'm seeing a lot of this right now when it comes to the house particularly in the the senate and everything and they're saying like okay it's time to unify it's time to unify the country it's time to unify the parties how do you unify two parties that have polar opposite viewpoints on certain things how do you do? You have one party that says, we want everybody to have free health care. We don't want people to die because they don't have the money to, to not die. And then you have the other side that says, no. And then you have one side that's saying, like, we want, you know, and then uh, same thing with Republicans. Like, d- Democrats straight up are like, no, we don't want to do that. You know, like, they're like, we want to tax, yeah. well, you know, we don't want to tax rich people. And Democrats are like, no, we want to tax rich people. Like, you have this back and forth.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me. This is actually a very interesting thing that you bring up because I was thinking about this the other day. Um, so I have a friend who has been a, a, chi- a friend since childhood. I, don't, I won't say a name or anything, mm-hmm. but he, he, the last four years, he has just been an avid Trump supporter and we have tried, we've been like, dude, like we've tried with this kid and I've kind of distanced myself over him the past couple of years, but I mean, he's one of my oldest friends. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's hard, it's hard. Yeah. And he, it's just like, dude, how can you not see how this is like racist and this is like w- w- all of this stuff, and I was really sitting down and thinking about it because one of my, me and my one of my other friends were talking about it and we're like at this point because we found out he voted for Trump again in mm-hmm. 2020, and we were like this this kid might be a lost cause like mm-hmm. honestly we might not, and I was sitting down and I was thinking about it, and what's interesting about him sorry if this seems like a tangent no I'm Roger promi- I promise we'll I think come it's around important to end. talk about what's interesting about this particular friend. Is they originally in the twenty sixteen primaries? They were very pro Bernie Sanders, and it's so confusing to me how you can go from being full Bernie, like Team Bernie, Bernie, like Bernie to to going to the other side. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it, and I really think what happened with him is he was he was just pro populist candidate. Mm-hmm. I mean, we knew Trump was bad in twenty sixteen, yeah. but I would say the average American. Let me let me rephrase that. The average right-leaning American didn't realize how bad he was. I would agree with you. So this friend went with the <clears throat> candidate that he thought was a, like a populist candidate. Thought, oh, this kid, this guy's really going to drain the swamp. Mm-hmm. And because the left rejected that so hard, and me and my friend group in general rejected we that so hard, yeah. that this kid felt isolated, mm-hmm. and he felt like we were pushing him away. And then he, he turned to. Joe Rogan he mm-hmm. turned to Ben Shapiro and he fell down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. right and it's it this is where the 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 idea of cohesiveness and mending is tricky to me because on one hand it's like we can't just democrats the reason that democrats never get anything done is because we always try to meet the right in the middle mm. and that they shift the goalposts constantly and yep. it was, that's how american po- politics have skewed fo- so far right Because the Democrats compromise, the Republicans don't. And it keeps moving right, right, right. And so, obviously, for that reason, I'm like, well, fuck Trump. Let's impeach him. Let's not, like, forget unity. Like, people are dying in the streets. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I agree. But then when you look at it, and I know this is a luxury of being a white person. I was about to bring that up, yeah. Like, I get that this is a luxury of being a white male. But when you look at it from, you, like, take a step back and you look at it, that... It's like I understand how these crazy – how these people are getting disenfranchised and pushed further down the right because of the actions of the left. Do you know what I mean? How these people are made to feel stupid and they're made to feel unincluded and they they go off the deep end and they they form these little crazy communities – and it just – it's like an echo chamber like par- and it gets Paylor, worse and worse.
0: That website, Paylor. Parlor. Parlor. They yeah. all go there.
1: I tend to be more on the side of like, well, fuck them. Like if they're going to do that to themselves, they're doing it to themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if they're going to be – if they're doing that and they're choosing not to be educated, that's a choice. And, you know, like it's not our obligation to meet them in the middle. No. But at the same time, I feel like there has to be a way to do that while at the same time making space for these people to come back into the fold. Because if there's not, then, I mean, how do you fix the problem? We could
0: put them all on an island. <laughs> yeah. No, i just kidding. Do you no, know what I mean? I think for me, I see your point And I actually, I don't disagree with you. My problem is, is that, first of all, I think we have to really, really address the privilege that we're speaking from here. Right, yeah, Because yeah. we are not being asked to have like accept people who fucking don't think we deserve rights and think that we should still be in chains because that's what the black community is facing like they're they're being told well you need to compromise and you need to unify with people who think that you should still be beneath them who think that you are beneath them and i would never
1: say that anybody like i would never say that they should have to
0: no and that—that's like, the problem. Is that I think a lot of, and this is where I think a lot of, um, specifically like in the Black community and Democrats in the Black community, I, I think this is why they feel so hurt a lot of the time and why there's so much anger and why there's so much hurt because they rally behind democrats and they like we would not have won georgia if it was not for the black community in georgia who came out to vote for both of those candidates we wouldn't have won like no question we would not have won that we would not have won the senate back if it wasn't for them majority
1: groups in america are carrying the democratic literally
0: so now they're being told okay guys like we know you just did that we know you just came out for us we know you just supported us but now you guys have to turn around and we have to work to unify with the people who think that you still deserve to be in chains. So how do we tell people to do that? You know what I mean? Like, that's I, what I struggle with is because like, yes, as white people, it's easy for us to be like, yeah, guys, like, let's be more tolerant. But I'm not being called slurs to my face. Right. No, you know what I mean? Like, it's I, tough.
1: I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. It's just, I I struggle in my head to think of a way that we can do that I know. And, not, and not, like, how, I just don't know how to fix the problem of the far right While doing that,
0: I know I agree. And
1: you know what? Maybe the problem is just to wait until they all like.
0: Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) So they all croak because they're old.
1: But I mean, like, because there are
0: some young people that feel that way too. Yeah, but it's a a
1: very, it's a my, it's a. I will say to your small number of young people.
0: I No, I know. But I will say to your point as well of like, I think that while we do definitely like, there we are very harsh with people who feel that way. I do think it's for good reason. But on top of that when you do try to sit down and calmly explain to a person like that, like you try to logic. Like I did with this. No, exactly. Yeah. I've done it. T- I've had to do it. T- I've tried online to like to be logical with people and be like, hey, I'm not trying to call you names, but like you can't this is why like factually the election was not stolen but from Donald Trump. Like factually well, it was the not. There's, it, there's facts that prove that it wasn't.
1: And they just reject them. Exactly. So it,
0: So how do you unify it, with people the who don't care is, about the truth? Maybe
1: the answer is like we, we just can't. I mean, there's not always a way to do everything. Maybe the answer is there is no way to do it. And it just is what it is, you know, but it's worrying because the escalation over the past 10 years, like it has really escalated this far. I mean, what we're going to talk about later, they literally stormed the Capitol. I mean, like there has to be a way to to rein that back in. Otherwise, I mean, what do you can't arrest them all? I mean, what do you do? What do you do?
0: Well, you can't arrest them, period, because you can't arrest people for having opinions. So this well, is where you can arrest
1: people for storming the Capitol. No, ruling. of course, but, I mean, but like
0: you can't, you can't arrest people. And this is my problem too. Is and this is why I think I mean I, I am a firm believer that like Trump is not the only problem. Like he is, he is the face of the problem, which is that he came out and by him winning, it emboldened these people to feel like their ideology was the right because things were getting. I feel like they were getting better. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I struggle with that because we still had a lot of fucking issues with Obama. We still had a I, lot. But I of think
1: issues. in general we were trending in in the right direction. You just weren't o- very slowly.
0: Yes, you. It was not happening quick enough, and it definitely was not being like enough attention was being brought to it. But we weren't having stuff like this happen five years ago. You know what I mean? Like this was not happening. So like storming the Capitol building, like that's that's so different. Um, I think what I struggle with with everything is just like. I don't know. It just feels really tough. I, I think my big, all of this to say, I guess, is that I'm very, very happy that we now have a democratic Everything like that. That is fantastic. And that makes me happy. We
1: don't have a Democratic Supreme Court. No,
0: but we do have where where lawmaking happens. That is a good thing. You know what I mean? So I feel like at least this is a step because Biden's talked about student loan forgiveness. He's and we know that a lot of people in the Senate and the House support that he's talked about, you know, he doesn't say Medicare for all, which is a problem. But I think that we can push for something that's at least better than what we have now the system we have now like there's hope a little bit but if the goal is which is what i'm hearing from biden a lot and what i'm hearing from a lot of people if the goal is to unify how the fuck are we supposed to do that and still get things passed and still make things you know what i mean right
1: and that's why i'm torn too because unifying with them legitimizes this behavior and it says oh, it's okay, we'll forgive you. And yes, it's not okay. exactly. Because this is how we've gotten to this point is we've unified over and over again. Yes. And it's like, you're racist, that's okay. You'll come around, we've unified with you. You're homophobic, that's okay. You'll come around, we'll, we've we've uh, unified with you. Yes. And we keep making these steps. And now it's like, because we have in the past as a society forgiven racists and forgiven the ultra-rich Let it slide. and forgiven homophobic like all of these things, Because we've let that slide, it's just escalated and escalated and escalated, and now they're storming the Capitol building, right? And that's how privilege is formed in the first place, is society is just like, well, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's okay. So like, that's why, in my heart, I I really want to be like, fuck all these fucking Trumpers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. I don't know. There's still that little bit aside of me that, that is like, well, how do we fix the problem? I
0: know. Well, because the, the reality is, it's very easy to say, like, oh, fuck you guys, but the reality is, it's half the country. This is, lit- according to the votes, it was pretty much, the presidential election was pretty much split down the middle.
1: Well, like, you, I think the problem is, it's it's not even half the country, it's just that in the way that I was, because you got to remember, m- m- most of, of the, con- like, people yeah. don't vote. Yeah. So I don't think by population, if you took a poll of everybody, it's... Most of the country, I think the way our government is set up, which purposely suppresses votes, purposely gerrymanders and purposely, you know, does everything they can to keep the left. And I say the left, but really, I mean, black Americans and other people of color from voting. And so the system is rigged. Yeah. And, you know, this time we came up on the right side of it. But I mean,
0: we might not.
1: We might not next time, you know. Because the only reason well, that we did this time was because it, it was Trump.
0: Well, and think about the activism and the, the grassroots organizations that had to make this happen. Think about how much work had to go in, and we still barely won. We still barely won these, both of these elections. We barely won them.
1: That's I know.
0: So it's like, it's terrifying. So we might that not
1: win the next That's one. what I'm
0: saying. And it was because it was probably the most controversial political figure that has ever right. been in the white and house that's know, why it was able to what's going
1: to happen next time is just like we said with obama i mean we literally just said this in the podcast we were like well it was trending in the right direction yeah o- over a long period of time i it's just said enough. that right it's not enough so what's going to happen is all of these you know white liberals that aren't personally affected by this issue but just saw trump as the big bad man yeah aren't going to turn out next election because they feel like things are getting better and they're mm-hmm. going to lose that fire to vote
0: that was the one thing that I saw a lot of people saying was the only good thing about the Trump presidency was that it, it, it did the same thing for me. I didn't really, not that I didn't care about social issues. I just wasn't confronted with it on a daily basis. So I didn't do the work to look into what was happening. I was definitely just like living in my privilege. Like I've talked about that before. Yeah. But when Trump was elected, I could not do that anymore. Like I couldn't you know what, pretend... Though? things weren't happening. And
1: you want to do this podcast about conspiracy theories. You want to know my my conspiracy theory that is not even a conspiracy theory. The whole system is set up to beat people down so that they don't give a shit about other people. Yes. Like it's it's meant so that the young don't edu- get educated and don't build critical thinking skills. It's meant so that people are poor and are worrying about their families over other people yes. because you, when when white people don't care about something in America, it doesn't happen
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like that's shitty but that's it's right true. now that's how it is. It's how it's been for the past 100 years. Well
0: because you so, can't you have the because of the way the system's set up, you have the <clears> mental <throat> capacity to deal with your stuff and like right. what's happening with right. you and like anything past that, you can't
1: and I think that that is one good thing that has come from this is a little bit of that veil has been lifted especially amongst young people where they are caring about other people's issues. But I mean, how long does it last? You know, when these, when these people, let's say, let's say, you know, Biden gets eight years or whatever. He, won't, he probably won't, but let's say he does, or, you know, biden gets eight years right 2028 these young people now have to worry about rent they have not that they're not already but you know the younger generation of gen kids in like high school has has to worry about rent they have to worry about you know affordable housing they have to worry about climate change they have to worry about all this other stuff that's happening who knows if this energy is going to be there yeah do you know what i mean
0: yeah. I think the thing is, I see a lot of rhetoric of like young people, they always lean left when they're young, but when they grow up, they lean right. I don't think that's what happens. I think when you grow up, you just have so much other shit going on. I think on, that's though.
1: happened with previous generations. I don't think it's going
0: to happen with our generation. But I, think,
1: I don't think so either, but I think part of the reason it happened with previous generations was because racism and homophobia and transphobia and all these you know, humanitarian rights issues weren't really on the docket for the Democrats. I agree. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's so that's so it was easier to shift right because you weren't, humans, human rights wasn't part of the Democratic platform. So people, it was easier for people to shift right because they were like, oh, well, I'm becoming fiscally conservative in old age. And That's I think, a great
0: point. I, I think for me, like...
1: Also, fuck capitalism. I...
0: <laughs> see we say that but we directly profit off of capitalism so it's tough like well
1: capitalism is unavoidable well that's
0: i know but that's where the problem comes in is like it's it's i am also very like fuck capitalism but also at the same time i have to acknowledge like i make a living off of capitalism like if people weren't buying makeup and consuming makeup products i wouldn't have a job basically so it's tough because i'm like yeah fuck capitalism but also i just set up an ira account and i'm trying to like make my money so i can retire and like you know what i mean like it's but my whole thing is, I feel like a lot of things comes down to, like, taxes. Like, I feel like that's a big thing for rich people is, like, they don't want to pay taxes. Like, they don't want to pay what they are supposed to to help contribute to society. Like, tr- well, tr- Trump is a perfect example of that. And I feel like the problem is a lot of old rich people don't want to pay their taxes. They don't want to pay money towards the government funding. My whole thing is, like... I was talking about this with my mom last night i was like you know as we become a little bit more like financially successful we're gonna have to pay more taxes under biden's plan but that makes me happy because i feel like the the taxes that i am paying are going to fund things that i at my core believe in well, and i feel like that's
1: sorry i didn't mean to interrupt. no
0: you it's right. okay i just feel like that's important to note like and i think, I think a lot of people are going to feel that way
1: i think that raises another interesting point though because how many times have you heard your friends be like man taxes in New York state fucking suck yeah because we have high taxes we do and that that is that is one thing that worries me about our generation we were just talking about how we don't know if they're going to shift. We don't think they'll shift right. That's one thing that worries me is I feel like millennials in general are struggling so much that my fear is, like I said, the system is set up for us to fail intentionally. Yes. My my fear is that people are going to become more pro-right in the sense that they think, well, taxes are bleeding me dry. I can't live, so I want lower taxes, Mm -hmm. which is something the Republicans – I'm not saying they do it, but they pretend that that's what they do. Think about how many of our friends have moved out of New York State because they don't want to pay the high taxes here.
0: I don't have any friends. Or that classmates, moved out. your
1: classmates. How many of them have moved? Well, I don't you have. Grew any. up in a small town. <laughs> I would say that probably thirty percent of the people I went to high school with moved to other states have moved to other states just because of the taxes. Like people moving to North Carolina, yeah. South Carolina, Florida. Mm-hmm you know what i mean ohio texas
0: is big right
1: because because of taxes
0: my point to that is if we just i don't know tax the people who do have a surplus of money then people who don't wouldn't even have to really pay taxes to begin with like i am all for like people who don't have the money not being taxed and people who do being taxed my friend who works at fedex should not be paying the same percentage of his income into the ta- into taxes as I am like I it's agree with you. it's not it's not right it's not fi- and this is why and this is why I think republicans pretend they're like oh we're going to lower the taxes they lower it for the rich and give them more loopholes and more tax breaks. And in the long term, the poor end up paying more. Like they said with Trump's tax plan that he promoted, that was supposed to be for blue collar, working class, like that was their tax plan. They said that by 2027, it would have increased taxes for those people by, like, I think it was, like, 15% or something like yeah. that, they'd be paying more. And then by then, it's a Democrat in office. So by then, they're blaming the Democrats on right. their tax. Like, they, they do these tricky things. It is. It's tricky. They're trying to be tricky about the whole thing. When in reality, like, if you look at what it is on paper, it, it's screwing over the poor every time. I
1: agree with you. Without fail. And I think, I'll just say one last thing about taxes. I know no, you're okay. to move on. I think that historically, the reason Republicans have gotten away with it was because the majority of Americans were paying taxes towards social programs that they weren't benefiting for. Because the way that social safety nets are set up in America right now, the only people who really benefit them are, the, are, are are people below the poverty line, people over 65, and people with disabilities. And for a long time in America, those were all very small groups, you yes. know what I mean? Yeah. So as I think the the reason we're seeing this awakening about it right now is because the average American is getting poorer and more and more Americans have to apply for these programs, yes. right? But I still think I, – I, I worry that there's still people like in my de, in the millennial demographic that just don't qualify for those programs. Yeah. Like, and they just hate paying taxes for them because they feel like they're struggling. And that's what worries me. And like perfect example is – Taxes in New York are high, but now if you make under $120,000 a year as a household, which most households do,
0: free college.
1: you can go to SUNY schools for free. Mm-hmm. But people in my age block already went to college. Mm-hmm. We already have student debt. So a lot of them are like, well, I don't care. My kids will just do the same thing that I did. And and that's just what worries me. No, about. I get that. You know what I, I mean? I will
0: say I think that the mispr- misconception that – the majority of your taxes are going towards social programs when in reality they're going to the military. Right. right, That is another thing that, like, Republicans always push, like, your taxes are paying for that person's food stamps. No, you about two cents of that is going to that person's food stamps. The rest of it is going to the grotesquely massive military that we don't fucking need. That for some reason, because we want to, like, look like we have big dicks, we've decided that we need this intense, insane military. Like, we get, if you look at our federal budget, it is insanity what percentages go where like insanity oh, I know I looked at it, almost, it. I know me too but most people don't most of, people don't so
1: to. how little goes to education most people
0: hear the Republicans say your money is going here and they don't that you're, because of course you don't you're busy you have life but you don't bother to follow up on that yeah. and try to figure out exactly if that's true or not because the reality is that's not true that's not where your money's going your money's going to buy more guns that's right. literally what's happening
1: and that's all part of the narrative too like they yes. say social security costs America this much Yes, but it's like no, it's it, it's a service. It's supposed to cost money. Yes. And when you talk about the military, nobody says, oh, the military costs you this much. Never. It's like social safety nets are services. I don't know. Maybe this is the answer to what I was saying earlier. It's just teaching tolerance. Get Really, the only solution that I can see is getting people to understand and sympathize with their people who are not as privileged as they are, whether it's, you know, because of your race, because of your ethnicity, because of your religion, because of your disability status. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, I I even have friends who, like, joke because when I was younger, I got SSI because I am disabled. Mm. I don't know if people even really know this, but...
0: You've talked about yeah. it, but...
1: But I am disabled, and I was on SSI for a while just because with my physical condition, it was pretty much impossible, impossible for me to work and, like, go to school and do all this stuff at the same time. Like, I just didn't... Not to use the spoon metaphor, but no, I just didn't true. have enough spoons. And... uh I even had friends who would joke about it and be like, "Oh, you know, like, uh, like give me shit about it." Not really, but like joke about it. And it's like, yeah, but you're not, you don't understand. (laughs) Like, I'm not using this because I want to or to be lazy. I'm using it because otherwise, like, I'm fucked. Like, I have to. I
0: think it's important to note too. Can I say the amount? Is that okay?
1: Well, yeah, but there was different. I mean, no, was... I know,
0: but I think it's important, to know because your friends did make those jokes, and a lot of people say that they're like, "Oh, they're just getting handouts." We well, were, we, you were living off of eight hundred dollars a month, which yeah. I don't know if you know well, that was the
1: highest I got when I first when I was when I wasn't like because that was when I was independently living and paying rent. I remember with remember that, but when I was living with my dad and I wasn't paying rent, I was only getting four hundred.
0: Yeah, so imagine trying to find an apartment, gas, food. Basic necessities, co-pays for medicine, all of that was supposed to be paid for with $800 a month, which is just our oh, apartment yeah. alone. The apartment we were sharing was 650 at the time, yeah. and there was no way you could even contribute... Like, any of that to that. Because right. There's just no way. You, you literally could not. And it's like, it's crazy to me, because that was a lot of money, too, for, like, what you were getting. Like, that was, a, that was a large amount of money. And it's crazy to me that people think that you're just sitting there, like, eating your bonbons and shrimp on $800 a month. I would challenge any of the Republicans who thought that was an acceptable amount of money to live on $800 a month and see yeah. how far they get. Because that's probably what they spend in a fucking day at this point.
1: Yeah, like it's. I could. We should do a whole podcast on poverty because yeah. I have so many things. I mean, like I could talk about rejecting how like so many people I knew qualified for food stamps and they didn't didn't get them because they the didn't want. Not even the shame. They were just Republicans, like my father, and he. I mean, we we were eating bags. Not that my dad didn't you know do his bust his ass no, for me, did. but we were eating bags of Cheetos for dinner because they were a dollar twenty five. When, like, if we had just been on food stamps, we could have, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I could go on and on and on. I We're getting a, so off topic. I
0: know we gotta reach, but it's hard. But I think these are important issues because these are the things that, like, are problems. You know, and it's yeah. like, what what are we gonna do to fix? So then on Wednesday, we got the election. I was watching the news already because I knew that the House was about to go into. Uh, their session and to certify the election right and this was a big deal normally this is like not a big deal like normally the certifying of the election there's nothing that sometimes people protest symbolically but it never goes anywhere but this time a couple of republicans were saying that they wanted to contest the votes from these different states because of election fraud which i feel like it's very important just quickly to say there are instances of small scale election fraud, like somebody voting for somebody who is dead, somebody doing this. Like on a very, very small scale, those cases exist. However, there is no, and I need to, I feel like we gotta make this very clear. There is zero, zero, zero factual evidence. Any, that anybody can produce zero factual evidence that there was enough enough mass voter fraud that it would swing or change the results of the United States election.
1: And I could talk about voter fraud all day too. We could do a whole. Why are we talking about voter fraud, not voter suppression?
0: Okay, I know, but I like, Republicans hold on. we got to talk about that. because it
1: doesn't affect your white ass. We voter gotta, suppression. We got to talk. We got to talk
0: about the attack on the Capitol. We <clears> this <throat> is we throw so of track But I think that's important to know. Donald Trump, everything he says about that, when he says that th- there was 5 million illegal votes, when he says that, he is lying. And he knows that he is lying. And he is lying. There's no evidence to support it. There never has been. There has been, I think, 65 court cases with mostly judges that Trump has appointed covering this, and every single one Do has gotten thrown Do you think he believes out. it? No. No. He knows he's lying. He's a... No. He lies like I, nobody's... He I, lies about everything. He knows he's lying.
1: I almost feel like he believes it. Yeah. Because I almost feel like Donald Trump is so stupid that the the whoever, you know, the shadow man controlling the Republican Party is... Well, yeah. ...is telling him that these things are true, and he's just so stupid he believes it.
0: Yeah. No, I don't think he probably not.
1: That's probably too conspiracy. I don't think he believes it. No,
0: I think he's well. I I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think people want to believe that he believes it because then it would at least make sense why he does what he does. If he truly believed it, it would make sense. But the problem is, no, he doesn't believe it. He knows that he is lying to these people. They all know all of these Republicans that are like, we just want fair and due process. We just want to you know let the American people see that there's no no. They know that it's a lie. Like they all know. They're all fully aware, and that's why it makes what happened. Following so horrible to witness.
1: Yeah, I really think like you're talking about like Ted Cruz and yes, howie he knows it's the a fucking
0: guy. lie. Th- the rage that just consumed my body when you said the name Ted Cruz is so yeah. real. Ted Cruz,
1: the Zodiac, uh, Zodiac killer.
0: Zodiac killer. <laughs>
1: my, for some reason my brain was like couldn't Ted Bundy, put that together. The yeah. Zodiac killer. But yeah, he. Uh, I think that he is. I, I can almost guarantee that he'll run in 2024. 20, Because everything he does, this is the problem with American politics is everything is political theater. Yeah. And I really think that he is doing that because he wants to stay good with that voter base. But as with everything Ted Cruz does, when the pressure gets too much, he folds and uh, he now has retracted it. But I feel like that's why he was doing that in the first place i
0: also think it's important to note though just here because i feel like we need to be at least a little bit fair to your point of everything is theatrical it's both sides like democrats do the same thing where they're very i know it's not the same way in the sense that they're putting america in danger to be theatrical however both sides are theatrical
1: i'm going to bring this point up later when we talk about the news coverage of the capitol hill insurrection
0: that's fine you can do that (laughs) but so on wednesday i was watching the news live and all of a sudden they're like breaking uh, news there. There's protesters at the steps of the Capitol, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like, how the fuck did they get up there?" Because I've, I like, Washington D.C. is like a second home. Like, I go there multiple times a year. My family lives there. Like, I, I love. I've been to the Capitol so many times. So I'm like, "How the fuck did they get on the steps?" Because you're not allowed that, cl- especially when people are in. You know what I mean? Like, in when they're in session, like you're not allowed that close to the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Like, how the fuck did they get on the steps? And they show the video, and it's like. Thousands of people on the steps of the Capitol. And I was like, this is insane. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh my god, they've breached the Capitol. And I am watching Trump waving, like, Trump flags walking through, like, they're on a fucking tour group. Like, walking through the atrium of the Capitol. There's people. And they're smashing shit, and there's, like, all this shit going on. And then all of a sudden, everything went to lockdown. And it was honestly, like, watching it live was, like, the most horrifying thing I've ever seen and a lot of it was, first of all, I think it was horrifying to watch because I know a lot about, like, the Capitol building and everything. So to watch people just, like, tear that apart, I was like, okay, like, this is scary. It was terrifying because we didn't know where any of the people in Congress, we didn't know where any of the Senate member, we didn't know where anybody was. Pence was in the building. Like, we had no idea where people were. And it was terrifying because it was people doing something and doing all this violent shit and acting crazy and doing all this based on a lie like it yeah. was that was the crazy part to me it got so far and got taken so far based on a lie and just before i end my little tirade here the other thing that was terrifying was the whole time i was watching that feed live because i watched you so you saw i watched it the whole day i was watching the entire time i was like the capitol building's about to blow up like they're about to blow this shit up they are literally about to blow up the capitol building so we're about to hear gunshot yeah. like the whole time i'm watching i am like they they brought bombs like they there's no way that the Capitol building doesn't explode right now because nobody went through security they had no idea who was in the building they had no idea what the intention of these people were like the entire time I'm watching I'm holding my breath like we're about to watch all of our yeah. all of the people that are important to our government die like genuinely that's what I thought and it is a miracle that that didn't happen but I don't think people are understanding the seriousness of what could have happened yeah because if I don't think they thought they were going to get in I think if they thought they were going to get in we would have seen. I thought if it was going to be, I, th- I think if they thought it would be that easy, then there would have been more. Ooh,
1: if who thought? If
0: the Republicans who broke in, I think if they thought it was going to be that easy to breach the Capitol building, I think they would have brought more bombs. You know what, though? I I, do.
1: I think, I think that a lot, I think it will come out in the next, you know, 10, 10 months or so that there were people who like were in on it. I feel like this was like a coordinated thing. I, I feel too. like it's going to come out. Like there were people, because why would you bring like the for example the guy with the zip ties? Why would you bring zip ties if you didn't know that you were going to do that? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. I I think it's pretty clear that the government well, Well, I say the government, but I think it's pretty clear that they let it happen. If you look at the just the difference between the police response between when you know BLM BLM and this. It was, like, absurd. It's so obvious that they just didn't – and listen, even if you err on the side of, like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to give my government the benefit of the doubt. They, they, It wasn't intentional. They just thought that the the, the, the crowd wouldn't be a problem. Isn't that – doesn't racism. that in itself just prove racism, racism. to you? Because it's like, yes. well, yeah, they didn't think that because they were white. Yes. I mean, they, they were armed. Yes. They had guns. Literally. <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's
0: not funny. Like, I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's just so... The people that are trying to be like, oh, this doesn't prove anything. It's so... It's like... It's literally hitting you in the fucking face that this shows how inherent policing... How inherently racist policing is.
1: And you know what? Honestly, I'm not, like, outraged in the fact that they, like... I have to choose these words carefully. I'm not outraged in the in like the the property damage that was no, done. I'm either. not really outraged in the fact that they, you know, pushed past the police barricade and got into the building. No. I'm more the only thing to me that really is crossing the line is getting to the point where they were like th- physically threatening the centers. Well, I'm not even really upset that they like that they you know interrupted a session of Congress. The I, fact
0: that a Capitol police officer died is like, because he was tram- that, trampled to death, right. like, that's insanity. That's like, where
1: I draw the line, yes. is violence against other people. Agreed, agreed. Because, to be honest with you, like, if in some hypoth- in some crazy universe we thought our election got stolen and Donald Trump was getting, you know, We joked about it. We did joke like, about it, yeah. I, I would probably be rooting for you know, people to do that same thing. So yeah. it's not, to me, it's not necess- the thing that like outrages me isn't the act, it's the violence that became because of that. And I really do think a big part of that was because of the government response to it. Like the government really dropped the ball on this one. Do you know what I mean?
0: I think too what outrages me more than the property damage is the fact that they were able to do it.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yes. It's like, like the it, fact
0: that they the fact that they were able to get in, the fact that they were able to And also I think the symbolism I not mad that they tried no. because
1: I would want my groups of choice to, to be try. to be able to try yeah. and, and peacefully and exp-
0: protest, peacefully, though. Peacefully, not yeah. and the property you know, damage don't, I don't care I, about.
1: Peacefully, but I'm okay with a little bit of property damage as, I, as long yeah, as I don't care about that, that either. as long as people don't get hurt.
0: Exactly. It's when people get hurt. And also, it's the fact that the symbolism for what it stood for was upsetting because it when you have something like a movement like BLM right people are not protesting and like destroying a target because they think they're throwing a temper tantrum about something they're doing it because their lives are at risk and if things don't change they're going to die right. like that is that is the reason behind BLM is people are dying and so to see people just throwing a temper tantrum over lies that their president lost yeah. and seeing the symbolism, I should note, of seeing Confederate flags walking through the hallways of Congress, exactly. that is upsetting. That's horrifying that, I, to witness. And
1: that's the other part of it that bothers me, and that these people were even there in the first place. Yes. And it's tricky. It's tricky to even explain, because even though I don't agree with these people, I, I do. I mean, you have to take the good with the bad. I support their like right to protest. Yes, I agree. But- at the same time it's like the fact that these people are even in there in the first place they're so fucking stupid I also people.
0: think the fact that they felt so emboldened in their racism in everything they felt so emboldened to not even cover their faces right. to pose for photographs stealing sitting in Pelosi's desk right. pose for photographs well, stealing the podium honestly, pose good for thing photographs they went
1: because all these people are getting arrested Well I know
0: <laughs> but it's like the fa- but and that's good I'm glad that charges charges should be pressed like I would say that for any any group that did this I would agree that charges just should be pressed if you did all of this stuff, right? Because it is illegal still. I don't really care about the property damage, but you're right. It's still illegal. You can't do it. My whole thing is like the fact that they felt so emboldened to do that where they didn't even think to cover their faces, they didn't even think to not pose for a photograph because they thought they would just get away with it. They yeah, thought well, everything would be fine. They
1: thought that they were going to get what they wanted. Yeah. They it's, were like, oh, Trump's going to win
0: and he'll pardon me. So it doesn't matter it if really I show my face. It really
1: shows case. how deluded these it's, people it's, are.
0: it's It's literally so sad. Like it's just sad. It truly it's sad. It's heartbreaking. And the fact that there were threads going around of people who were like black the black community in DC were like, if you need a ride, call me. Like, please do not be out. Yeah. Cause then cause then they just let them all go. They all there only 13 people got arrested on the day. So then all of these people uh, I it think was, it was like
1: fifty-six. No,
0: it was like thirteen people. I, I, it was it was in the teens of people that got arrested. On I, I the could day. Have
1: sworn they released a statement that night that said, like, 53 people.
0: Regardless. We we're were 14,000 14, people arrested at BLM protests right. over no, the no. summer. I, and I'm also, to... the fact that the majority of those people were just, they were like, okay, bye. Have a nice day. Like, goodbye. Just leave, I guess. The fact that that, it's just, yeah. like, I think if it wasn't such a stark comparison to what was happening this summer and it wasn't so easy to compare I think I would understand people being like oh I don't know but it is we have literal like comparisons of the of the same thing and the difference in how people were treated and it right. is blatant and you can't ignore that. You can't, and that's what pisses me off is people trying to ignore people being like, "Well, you were fine when BLM looted a Target." Yeah, I don't give a shit if they loot a Target. Like, Target didn't even care that they. Well, looted that's a why target. I'm
1: so careful to say, like, you know, it's not the fact that they were there that upsets me; it was the government response to it.
0: Yeah, well,
1: because well, yeah. and and their cause in general, like this this is the why cause
0: say, in general. Is, this is why yeah. I say
1: that because you're right. I didn't care about Target. I honestly don't really care that they broke windows in the Capitol Building. Yeah, it's more the. Violence ...violence that occurred after that is... ...and
0: upsetting. the reason for why they were there in the first place. But I, I,
1: if if BLM protesters got into, like, a, a, you know, but and killed a, police, I, again, I wouldn't condone that either. No. So, you know, I say this to you all the time. There's any any issue where there's a fine line between one side and the other side, like, it, it gets tricky. And this is an issue because there's a fine line between us, what we approve of that, you know, that, that protesters early in the year did and what they did now... But to us, it makes sense because we support that cause and we don't support the other cause. Yes, I agree. But the other side doesn't see that and they just see it as hypocrisy. Yes, which I get. I get why they – I understand that. Because they don't have a core understanding of the issue, but at the same time, it's like, fucking educate yourself. Well, and they're making false
0: equivalencies. Right. Like, they're trying to compare what happened at the Capitol to what happened in, you know, whatever. So, like,
1: it's hard to argue with these people because of that. They don't care about facts. Because they don't care about facts. And they're like, well, you said this hypocritical. And you're like, it is a little bit, but it's because the foundations are different. It's, It's... Tolerance versus hate. It's, yes. It's, you know, equality versus oppression. Yes. I don't know. I no, don't know I if can, that makes sense. No,
0: I think it makes perfect sense, and I completely agree with you. And I think it's important to mm-hmm. note kind of the arguments that people are making against it and also the same I think also just they're trying to say that like we're hip, because I got called a hypocrite a little bit on social media for what I was saying when I was because I was live tweeting the whole thing I was like freaking out and people were calling me a hypocrite and I was like look at fucking like what's his name Sean Hannity you're gonna say that that's not hypocritical that he's trying to yeah. condone same thing with Trump. look at literally look at Trump he literally said you are very special people and I love you to the people that were causing it was literally yeah. <laughs> domestic terrorism there he's like you're special people i love you versus when it was blm it was these people are thugs these people are looters they're rioters they're they need to be shot on sight they need 10 year minimum sentences for anybody who did property damage like i hate to be because this is a very drama community term but like keep the same fucking energy if you're going to do that like if you're going to be such a fucking blatant hypocrite keep the same energy like that part of it is just like what kills me too
1: right and honestly like that's that's one of the criticisms I had of CNN when we were watching it. Is yeah, it, like it's so obvious that they were doing the same thing that Fox News like just on they, the opposite end. Uh, th- like the ins—I mean, not that it wasn't like an insurrection, but like
0: by definition, it, it technically—but was, like yes. the
1: way that they were using the terminology is the same. Like even before when they were outside, they were they when they hadn't broken in yet, they were calling it a riot and they yeah. were calling it. It's like it wasn't okay, yet at that point. It, like. I, I mean, you, you just got to keep the same energy. Yeah. I, I don't know, so it does happen on both well, sides. But
0: CNN does that too a lot with COVID, where yeah. they'll like when it's when it's Trump stuff. They're like the COVID, but to be fair, like the BLM protests. While I do think they were I way like more CNN. important, I, just I do make too. That clear. I do too. But I will say, I think it's important to know where the bias lies in all media, R- right. You have to watch CNN, it,
1: knowing that it's
0: exactly they're trying. They they have a bias and they have a point that they're trying to push as well, the same way yeah. that other news outlets do. And I think it's important to be critical of that sometimes, so you're aware of it, so you're not getting sucked into to the other yeah. side of things.
1: I think the thing that is the most upsetting about it to me personally, it's not even the racism, because those are honestly par for the course for America. The thing to me is that's terrifying, but it's not unexpected. Yes. The thing that is really terrifying and unexpected about this new thing is these people are not protesting for a better America. They're protesting for Trump's America. Yes. I mean, they're taking down American flags and putting and not that I'm outraged I don't give a fuck about the flag no. but it's the symbolism that these people who were so into protecting cops and they were so into blue lives matter and they were so into the american spirit and flag all of a sudden are so radicalized that they're they're fuck, saying, all, fuck, that. All, that. fuck all that we're doing what trump says the cops are the enemy. America's the enemy. Pence. We are the true patriots. Pence
0: they're literally right. chanting, hang Mike, their vice president that they voted Harassing for. Harassing
1: Lindsey Graham, hang who has Mike. been such a scumbag Republican. Which, and that's That's what truly is like, wh- core-shakingly terrifying to me, is that we, that yeah. is the line that pushes it to domestic terrorism. And that's the same shit that happened with Hitler. Because it, it, in, in Nazi Germany when it really crossed the line is when the devotion became to the one person as the as the catalyst for hate rather than the hatred itself and that's that's what scares me
0: i don't think it's some people are like oh you can't compare trump to hitler like well, now we can I Yeah, mean, i feel like we can i'm not going to lie like i I, do, I understand there's a difference in the sense of like deaths they caused but at this like just sheer number but of you know deaths they caused
1: it's 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 but the, right, the but,
0: radicalization that he is causing is very similar to how Hitler did things. It right, is, like we're just is.
1: stopping it before it gets too far. Who well, knows what would have happened if there was another
0: four years? That's what I'm saying. Who
1: knows? If the concentration camps didn't start the second Hitler was in power. He had to consolidate his power first and then he started doing all that stuff. But I think what's And sc- this is Trump's attempt to do that, to consolidate his power.
0: I think what's scary is that these people and him don't just go away when Biden gets inaugurated. Like, they're going to still listen to him. They're going to still follow him. They're going to still... And that's what terrifies me about all of this is it's scary to know that these people quite obviously... I mean, I'm going to say, he got banned on Twitter and we could have a whole conversation about what the First Amendment actually means, because we both oh have an Wait, understanding why? of what it actually means.
1: How, how but, much time we got in this no, podcast? Not, not
0: enough. So we, obviously, I don't I don't think that's a bad thing. I think you, social media is a privilege, not a right. It's not, you, the right to have a Twitter is not in the fucking Constitution. So, it, like, him being banned from Twitter, I don't necessarily think is a bad thing. Also, somebody made a great point. They were like somebody saying they're censoring Trump. He has a fucking press room in his basement. Like, walk downstairs and go to your podium. That's your fucking right to speech. Like, like you can say whatever you want, whatever. Anyway, he was banned, and I think that that was a good move in the sense that because he is radicalizing to the point of violence, that right. is a smart move. And
1: I think I also, you know, if they had started doing this two years ago, they banned him, I might have had a problem. Agreed. With him. Agreed. Because then He's you know the that's you know that's a little scary. It's a little censorship,
0: well, especially because he. He tells us the news via his Twitter account. Right. Like, he declared war with, like, certain countries over fucking Twitter right. at some points. So if we, we didn't have his Twitter, we wouldn't have known. That's how it's yeah. terrifying this past four years has been.
1: like, I understand the fear of censorship because if it, if it was the opposite happening, that would, that would scare me. So the thing you have to understand is they're not censoring... A political party, or even the face of a political party, they're censoring hate and hate speech and violence and, and things that are causing legitimate threats. And in a way, that's why I'm glad we waited, Twitter waited to got to this point to do it, because it does kind of set that precedence of where the line is. I agree. But, and I know a lot of people will say, oh, it should have happened two years ago. It should have been banned two years ago. But this wasn't happening. I mean, it was happening two years ago, but it, this, this, this wasn't ha- like Him it was encouraging as re- the
0: riot via his Twitter account is wasn't happening two years right. ago,
1: and so like you know like similar to the protesting thing, it's like okay, I, I understand like I wouldn't want my my political leader to be censored at that point, but I think that's the line. This is we we've reached where the line is drawn. See,
0: that's where I disagree though. If Bernie say Bernie, I love Bernie. If Bernie Sanders incited something that killed five people. Oh, well, and was and was feeding the flame feed, like pouring gasoline on that, not abolishing it, not telling people to stop. Literally, like people were he was their leader and he was telling them to go hurt other people. I would support him being deplatformed. Well that's
1: what I'm saying. Yeah, though. like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we've like, reached that point, so yes, it's okay now. To that's do what it. I'm
0: saying. Like I, I think a lot of people are like, Well, if it was you, if it was me, I think this is where a lot of Republicans don't get it because a lot of Republicans are hypocritical. Like a lot of them. And I'm not saying yeah. Democrats aren't. Like we are hypocritical too. However, I think there's a point in hypocrisy like they're oh well if you if it was your candidate you wouldn't and it's like, yeah, I actually I would I feel right. like, for At, most, like a certain
1: point. There's I certain
0: would. points where like yeah, I, I would not want them to cross that line. Yeah. That goes against my core values and beliefs as like a human being, as it should yours as well. Right.
1: And I feel like it's hard for them to believe that because yes. they they are happen. so radicalized that they don't do that. So yeah. they just don't believe that a reasonable that, that is what a reasonable person would do. They're I agree. just like, Oh, well, I am a reasonable person. You wouldn't do it either. It's yeah. like, yeah, but I would though. Yeah. And that's the difference. I agree. So it's tough though. Yeah. Scary it's hard. times in America. Well I'm really worried about the next two weeks. I am too. Because Well, let's talk
0: about the impeachment then I guess because they are they're not going to invoke the twenty fifth Amendment. Which I never well, I think he's going to be impeached by the House. I don't think the Senate is going to do anything about it. That's what I think. The problem
1: happen. with it is, and this is what Mitch McConnell said, I think, like two days ago. So if by the time you watch this, this is outdated, I'm sorry. But Mitch McConnell was like he said that he didn't have a problem with doing it, but he wasn't going to reconvene the Senate earlier than the date that they were supposed to, which I think was the nineteenth, unless every it was unanimously every every senator which said that is they never would. Gonna happen. which will never happen and it's taking the easy way out but do i think that they're going to impeach him in the 19th no i mean
0: there is a lot of discourse happening about a trial happening after he leaves office and kind of retroactively impeaching him so he can never run for office again there's a lot of conversation about that there's problems
1: with that too the pro- the, there's no winning in this situation no. because like yes we need to hold them accountable we need to we need to uh you know set precedents that you will be punished if you do this stuff it makes stuff, him look like a martyr though but it makes him look like a martyr yeah. to was base and that is that is the scary thing is like to be honest with you what i'm really hoping happens is i'm really hoping that um one of the first things biden does is he classifies these white power and white nationalist groups like the proud boys like you know the kkk I hope he classifies them as domestic terrorism groups. I agree. And I hope that law enforcement, which you know, historically law enforcement as a group tends to be more right-leaning than left-leaning. And we've talked about that in previous podcasts. But I think now that they see that officers have been killed, they take it seriously.
0: Mm.
1: But I don't like, this <laughs> is the other lie. problem with it, is as a, a great band once said, some of those what is it? Some of those who serve forces are the scenes that burn crosses. Yeah. These, a lot of law enforcement or, officers were in the protest. So it's yeah. like.
0: It, I, my whole thing is in the next four years, we're going to do a whole podcast. We think next week about um, like fears and hopes for Biden just because, you know, we want to. Yeah kind of get And an we'll idea. probably get
1: derailed if, again. Yeah, again. But up. I think
0: we, we want to talk more about politics and just kind of, especially since this is like such a political time. it has been an
1: excellent event.
0: Though. I know, it's been great. But I think our, my fear is I don't think a lot of change is going to happen in terms of police reform under Biden. I just don't see that happening, especially given who he just picked as the attorney general um i don't think we're gonna see a lot of police reform happening which is a problem but i i think that we knew that about biden that he wasn't a progressive candidate the way that we wanted we as individuals wanted him to be not the whole party like charles and i he wasn't as progressive as we wanted him to be but i think that it's a step in the right direction and i also think we are going to get a lot more done under biden but anyway i i think just to say and like i don't disagree with you about the impeachment thing i think he's going to be, be i think See, I think it, I, I, he's going to be symbolically impeached. It's the same thing that he's going to be the first yeah, president he was. ever. But he, that's what I'm saying. He's going to be the first president ever to technically be impeached twice. Oh. But he's also going to be the first president ever to have nothing done both times. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. I, I absolutely think Nancy Pelosi is going to push through an impeachment. Like I, they've already been drafted. I know that they're going to do it. They have the votes to do it. Well, like yeah. but Fully. that. But that still means that he's been impeached. And I think that at least. Who oh, cares? I I what does that listen though, mean? listen, though. I think that that at least sets a little bit of precedent. They will do something if you act like a dictator. They will try to do something Sym- if you act like
1: a dictator. Doing something symboli- symbolically doesn't mean shit. I it think only, it's he- only relevant. It's only yeah. people on the left are the only people who will take that seriously. I will people say, on the right won't give a shit.
0: I will say, I think it's scary that it took Republican senators and congressmen and women almost losing their lives to violent protesters for them to understand the power Trump had and for them to disavow him. I think that's terrifying that it took a literal like storming of the Capitol building where they work. I think it's terrifying that it took people knocking on their front door for them to actually take him seriously and to take his the threat of him seriously. You know what's seriously. sad about it though? It's sad. It'll change. It'll go back. Like I don't
1: even think I don't think it right. I don't think any of it's real. I think I don't think that any of them have changed from this. I don't think any of them, well, maybe some. I think some of them are pissed. I don't think a lot of them are outraged from this. I think that they just see politically it is no longer advantageous to be aligned with the far right and Trump, and they are distancing themselves for political purposes. I
0: actually disagree. I think a lot of them are actually very angry because I don't think they ever thought Trump would let them die. I genuinely think mm-hmm. that they did not think that he would he would put their heads on I the just, platter maybe too. Maybe I'm a
1: cynic. I think
0: he, they thought it's the same thing with Mike Pence because Pence plays a big role in this. I think that they and Mike Pence thought that if they were loyal to the president, the president would be loyal to them, especially when it came to backing them in future elections. I think what this showed them was that the president doesn't give a fuck about anyone other than themselves, other than himself. That's all he cares about is himself. He, yeah. If he is not in power, fuck everyone else, fuck the GOP, fuck all of you. I'm going to go off with my Trumpers and we're going to create our own fucking party. Look at his
1: staff turnover rate. Look at what he said. I just, I don't but know how you could look at even... But what you got to remember is most of these senators aren't dumb. They're not stupid. They got where they are because they're smart and they learned how to manipulate and lie and use and flex their power in the right ways. I really genuinely don't believe that any of them thought that Trump had their back. I think they thought that they could control him. And if any sort of awakening happened that you're talking about... I feel like they realized that they could no longer control him, so they I had disagree. to put him down.
0: I don't think they ever thought they could control him, especially in the I last just, two years. I just don't. I genuinely think that they did not think that he would. Make them also a part... Do you know
1: how stupid you would have to be to believe that?
0: They d- it's the same way that, like, you have a... Say you have a bad friend, and they fuck over your other friend. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, that sucks, but it didn't happen to me. They've always been nice to me. Everybody's always... It's, it's human nature. You can see somebody doing shitty things, but be like, well, they're a really good person to me, so I guess, like, you know, they can't be that bad, because they've yeah. always been good to me. And now, he has not been good to them. He literally said, I will send my mob to kill you if you don't do what I want. And now I think that was a rude awakening for some of them. That mm. he did not have their back.
1: Maybe. I maybe. think that's what it is. Real I mean, there's what? How many senators? I don't even know.
0: Oh, well, a hundred total, but
1: Is that yep. is there only hundred? Oh yeah, because the Senate's where there's two. In Congress house. Congress is where there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of people in or no. House of edu- Representatives. American is where a lot.
0: Education System. The House
1: is where there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. the in Congress, which is both, there's yes. a shit ton of people, and I'm sure there's hundreds of dozens of people that think each thing we've said. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure there's not one answer.
0: I agree. I think it's, I think it's, I think I'm more talking about the more prominent people like, you know, Ted Cruz and but Mitch Ted McConnell. Ted did
1: disavow him.
0: Mitch, yes, he did. He came out with a statement saying that he did not support what happened. It doesn't support the way Trump handled it.
1: Yeah, but that's a meat Mitch, sauce, even, and even, sauce. But
0: even Mitch McConnell saying, even though we know it's not going to happen, even him saying that he would have entertained it is a big step. Mitch McConnell doesn't do shit. He could have just ignored it. I Mitch McConnell doesn't do anything.
1: I, you know what? If they do, it, I'll, proof is in the pudding for me. If they did it, I'd believe it. To me, this is all just political theater. I they're just disagree. trying to seem at the. It's the same thing as Betsy DeVos uh, <laughs> leaving with
0: thanks, Betsy,
1: separating herself with eleven days. There's eleven days left. Yeah. These
0: people. It's the rats leaving doing the it, ship while it sinks.
1: It's not even that. Well, it it is that. But I I think it's all just to make it seem so they can say at the end of the day, well, I didn't agree with President Trump. I said this. I said this. I think it's all political theater. I don't think any of these people, I I don't think they give a shit. I don't think that's just how I am.
0: I even think a lot of, just to be fair, I think a lot of Democrats are also doing a little bit of that with this whole impeachment thing, too. Because I think they know that nothing comes from this. Like, they're aware that by impeaching him like they're For aware. sure like they know For nothing sure. comes from this even even but one thing i will say to their credit is at least they're like trying like we're we gonna, should wrap this up yeah, we're talking too much <laughs> i think i don't know i think a lot happened this week basically i don't know what the future is going to hold and i don't really know where we go from here but i mean hey i think
1: if we can get through the next 11 days
0: without one way, way or
1: another we're going to see improvement be, slowly begin to happen i would and, agree
0: with that we'll see
1: I think I, knock on wood, I think we're through the worst of
0: it. I wouldn't have said that if I were you. He still has the nuke codes.
1: They change him every day.
0: <laughs> Maybe they just forgot to tell him. Yeah.
1: No, I they do know. change
0: them every day. No, I know. I well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I yeah. don't know. It's, I, I'm just, I don't think Trump is done quite yet. I think he has a couple more Trump cards, if you will. He's going to mm, try to play.
1: Ooh. He's going to try to play. I feel racist every time I play Euchre now. <laughs> Thanks, Donald.
0: Thanks. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> no. And you know what's funny? You know how we used to be like, thanks, Obama, and, like, blame him? Now we can say that, but it will actually be Trump's fault. Like, probably. Like, the yeah. probability that the things that are about to go wrong are his fault are high. Yeah. You know? Interesting how that worked out. Um, yeah. What's the song of the day? My song of the day is for non Non-Blondes. Um, what's going on?
1: <laughs> Mine is If I Had a Million Dollars by the Big Naked
0: Because
1: we were listening to uh, – 90s and 2000s hits earlier
0: that song came on the what's the what's going on and i was just screaming it in the car because the i was like well because it's like what the fuck is going on like just to summarize the whole podcast what the yeah. fuck's going on we don't know like what the fuck is going on uh well anyway thanks i'm on to nap i know i'm exhausted now um thank you guys for watching thank you for listening we appreciate you guys. Let us know your thoughts on all this. I'm, yeah. I am genuinely very interested to hear what like you guys are thinking and like what everybody else. I think else... we
1: both recognize our privileges and and understand that our opinions are informed by our privileges. So
0: yeah, I would agree with that.
1: Feel free to tell us how we're wrong. Educate and, us. Yeah, I know. would love that. But so how, how you learn and grow, right?
0: T. Yeah. So all right, love you guys.
1: Bye. Bye. Sorry, this was depressing. I love you. Bye. <laughs>